live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. You can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. The main feature of the site allows you to actually submit different uh, show prep suggestions, things you might think that we'll find interesting or our other listeners will find interesting because it's really the listeners who decide, listeners like you, uh, who decide the content of our website. You can go and submit any link to a video or a blog post or a news article. If it's already in the system, it'll tell you that. It's already here. You can just go vote on it. Uh, because once your link gets submitted into the system, then it's up for vote, and anybody else using the website can uh, vote whether they like or dislike it. The most popular, most liked stories will make it to the top and front page of our website at freetalklive.com. So as usual, we will take your calls about absolutely anything, though to start things out, apparently there's some pretty big news from down on the border Sam, what is going on? Well, uh, Obama is finally taking action to keep us safe from immigrants, people who want to come here and build a better life for themselves. Uh, so the Associated Press is reporting troops to the Mexican border, Obama to send 1,200. Under pressure to take action, President Barack Obama is ordering 1,200 National Guards troops to boost security along the U.S.-Mexican borders. Officials said yesterday, preempting Republican efforts to force a congressional vote to send the troops. Uh, Obama, so rather than the, re- the Republicans uh, voting to send the troops, he just decided, all right, fine, I'll send them. Exactly. Sure, what's he lose? Yeah. Obama will also request $500 million for border protection and law enforcement activities, according to lawmakers and administration officials. This will finally handle that issue of crime. So, oh, yeah, and no more immigrants either, right? Sure. That'll stop them. Sure. Just throw some money at it, throw some, uh, throw some guards down there, and uh, no one will ever get through with any more drugs or uh, people. The president's actions come as chances for comprehensive immigration reform. Obama's long-stated goal looks increasingly dim in this election year, along with, I guess, all of his other promises. <laughs> uh, Obama has been uh, all but compelled to do something since Arizona's passage of tough illegal immigration law uh, thrust the border problem into the public spotlight. The National Guard will uh, work on intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance support, analysis and training, and support efforts to block drug trafficking. So here's my prediction. Um, Drug prices may go up. There are going to be more people who will have to pay more to the coyotes uh, in order to get themselves through the border because there's there's a good chance that with more government bureaucrats down there, you may have to pay if you're a black marketeer smuggling people or product uh, you'll have to pay off more guards in order to get your product or people through the border, which may mean that uh, people are more likely because the, which may mean that they need to raise the prices of the end product, which means that more uh, crackheads will be robbing people on the streets uh, in order to get the extra money they'll need to uh, pay the increased prices for the drugs. Because- You're assuming that this, um, you know, <laughs> it's going to matter. I mean, it's it seems to me that the coyote is going to figure out within a, f- a few months' time how to pay off these national guard guys. It's not like they're That's making a whole bunch you, of money. They're going to pay them off, and that means if they have to pay off more, and maybe they won't. You know, maybe they just have some great routes and underground tunnels that these cats just aren't going to know about uh but i, th- I think the uh you know worst case scenario here is that uh, they are effectively blocking more routes and that means that they have to pay off more guards and that means that they have, they have to make their money back so that means the end price has to raise the the street level price may go up but only for a short time right because this is a temporary thing it says right here they will temporarily supplement border patrol agents <laughs> and customs and border protection 
uh, so border because everything's temporary with government. Yeah, well, I mean, after they spend that five hundred million dollars, they're just going to shrink back the size of the border and allow the the other holes that used to exist to open back up. It's not like sure. they're going to just keep building up troops and putting machine guns and no, weapons because every on time the, the government has ever said, "Oh, it's just temporary. Don't worry." They've they've kept to their word, haven't they? I think so. Well, um, the idea here is is they want to hire Border Patrol to take over where the National Guard is supposed to be. And I can imagine oh. that many of these National Guard guys don't want to be stationed on the border. They'd rather get back to their jobs. Uh, hopefully they have real jobs. Some of them mm. probably don't. They would like to stay doing this uh, full probably time. Probably get hired as a border guard. And they'll get hired as a bo- border guard. And there, there you'll basically have more militarizing of the police in, the, in America and uh, blurring the line between the military and, and cops. I think that the, the, the most disturbing part of this to me, uh, I, there, there's a lot of disturbing stuff, but the idea of once again that they're going to use soldiers to do police work as if it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And the, I'll admit to you that over time, the no, police departments have become closer and closer to the military. Bo- the units, Border but- Patrol, I don't think really is police. I mean, the, the Border Patrol is essentially a, a militarized group of people that uh, protect, so-called protects imaginary lines in the sand. But they're down uh, there for the, to, to quell drug violence, work. too. Yeah. Okay, I see where you're coming from on that. In 2006, President George W. Bush sent thousands of troops to the border to perform support duties that uh, tie up immigration agents. But that program has since ended, and politicians in border states have called for troops to be sent to curb human and drug smuggling and deal with Mexico's drug violence that has been spilling over into the United States. Now, we've talked on this show when they started putting the fence up and so forth about the Mexican drug cartels starting to send people over into the United States and they bring their guns. They bring their way of of running the drug war with them mm-hmm. across the border. So now there are police and uh, Border Patrol agents that are dealing with you know, well-armed guys who have nothing to lose, who are willing to shoot back at the cops with automatic guns. So it's made it a, a very dangerous weapon, a, a very dangerous game down there or area. And, you know, now that they've they've brought this over into the United States, they've created this huge unintended consequence that came out of protecting the borders. And then here's well, they can solve the it with step. more troops. If they just put more men with guns down there, that'll that'll scare away the bad guys, won't it? Not if there's that much money to be made uh, moving drugs across the border or doing whatever it is that they're doing. Oh, they can't be bought off. What are you talking about? These are our men in blue. These are our men in, well, in this case, fatigues. Uh, they can't be bought off. What do they make? $20,000 a year? Yeah, probably about that. Yeah, they can't be bought off. That's good money. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you think? They're going to take a $50,000 cash payment or something like that to look the other way all year long? Yeah, who I think would they would. Do, who would do something like that? 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And I think you're right. Of course, I'm being facetious, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even if they were making more than $20,000, they'd still take it. When you look at the stories about the, the, some of the people that get busted uh, for being corrupt in the Border Patrol, in some cases it's administrators. I mean, these guys are making good money. It's just that who's going to turn their nose up to, uh, at $20,000 in cash, even if you're already making 200000 You know, Who's going to turn their nose up at 10% of their paycheck just to look the other way as some trucks drive through? But, you know? And the thing you've got to remember is that when you are making $200,000 in um, a, a paycheck, you're getting maybe 100000 of it as a paycheck. So $20,000 okay. is 20% of your paycheck. 
Okay, I see where you're coming from there. For free, for doing nothing. Yeah. The, the doing the, for allowing people to do the same thing they're already doing all across the border, getting through, moving drugs through, the stuff that, that's not being caught. Yeah. It, it, if you don't take the money, somebody else will, right? Right. So, uh, so the, these aren't solutions. These are not the answers to the problems of drug trafficking and human trafficking. And they never will be the solutions. Obama or Bush or whoever is in charge up there can pour as many people on that border as, as they want to. And in fact, they will. They're going to do this and then the, they're going to hire, hire more border guards, etc. Years, years down the road, a couple of years down the road, they're going to look at it and they're going to say there's still, there's still drugs coming through. There are still people coming through. So, of course, the, the next step would be to build a wall or do some other, something else crazy, like uh, Rand Paul suggested, put helicopter stations uh, down there. Uh, how about a moat? Maybe some alligators? Uh, an underground electrified fence was another suggestion. I mean, th- th- they'll just keep going more insane until they've created North Korea, right, I mean, until they've created a place that you can't get out of. It's right here in the story. McCain is calling for 6,000 troops, yeah. mm. not the 1,200, and he wants an, an additional $250 million to pay for all this to wow. just be printed out of thin air. So you know, they will never stop. There will never be enough. But wait, he's small enough. government. Wait a minute. He's a Republican. That's for, they're for small <laughs> government. What are you talking about? Well, we got to keep us safe. I mean, you don't want to die oh, from yeah. the illegal Well, no amount of money is, uh, is, is enough. How about five? let's just do trillions of dollars? Let's just throw. How about we just bankrupt the entire country printing out? How about money? we just hire everybody in America to stand on the border and keep yeah. out the Mexicans? There you go. 800 259 9231. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. 1 800 259 9231. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Juicy Juice, creators of the Juicy Juice Brain Development and Juicy Juice Immunity Fruit Juice Beverages. For more information, visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to staying healthy, the digestive system is a great place to start. It's 70% of the immune system. Look for kid-friendly foods that are high in fiber, like popcorn and yogurt. Prebiotic fiber helps the good bacteria in the gut flourish, while simple sugars like high-fructose corn syrup only help the bad, leading to bloating and discomfort. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. Sam, by the way, from ObscuredTruth.com. If you have yet to go over there, make sure you do when you get a chance. ObscuredTruth.com. You see some great YouTube video content uh, that is of a pro-liberty nature and, I would say, a very highly produced uh, very entertaining, obscuredtruth.com. Now, actually, uh, Sam, you just put something online today, but it's not over at Obscured Truth. You put it up over at Free Keen's channel. Is if, that right? Yeah. If you go to the homepage at obscuredtruth.com, though, it's the featured video right now. Oh, really? So you can feature another video out there that's not yeah. on your channel? So that's under the Free Keen account, but it shows up on my homepage only and in my favorites. Oh, cool. Well, you can also go to freekeen.com. It's right there on the front page, but it's your yep. interaction. Uh, did it happen today? No, it happened on, uh, I think it was Sunday. We were changing uh, a tire and the census worker uh, walked up in the drive and I saw him, knew exactly who he was, so I ran in the house to get the video camera <laughs> while Meg kind of stalled, and I came out, and she says, I didn't sign the Constitution, and he no, said, well, God. yeah, you did. Oh, really? <laughs> I missed that just, part. She's like, she told me later, I knew who he was, and I, and I 
didn't know where you went, so I assumed you just wanted me to stall, which is what she yes. did. So it worked. And you had a nice conversation about uh, how the uh, the census was used to intern Japanese Americans, and yeah. he apparently did not uh, did not even was know that. completely unaware, thinking that you know this is only he he was making the point that really the census workers are out there. They believe in what they're kind of feeding people. They want to do the right thing. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, I do too. It's seven minutes. Go check it out. Freekeen.com. With summer straight ahead, we're all busier than ever. Traveling picnics, traveling picnics, family get-togethers. So much to think about. How you handling it all? Well, if you take Nature Bee every day, you'll do just fine. Here's Mike Buck all the way from Hawaii with more. Hello there, Free Talk Live. You know, I love those traveling picnics. We ought to go one <laughs> nationwide. We ought to do that. Take a lot of extra Nature Bee with it. Nature <laughs> Bee can help. It actually, you know, contains, this is the beauty about this natural product, all the vitamins, minerals, and amino acids that you need. It is an awesome, totally natural vegetable food supplement in a capsule. Sounds like uh, like the helping hand that our immune systems need because it's completely natural. Is It must be perfect for the whole family, right? You bet. That's the bottom line. Perfectly natural, safe for everybody in the family. Look at this. You don't need to keep it in a medicine cabinet. It's a food. It's not a drug or a medicine. Over 150 micronutrients, all there naturally occurring. You won't believe the benefits. Remember, good nutrition is a healthy mind and a strong body. So what's the bottom line? How can our listeners get their own supply of Nature Beat, Mike? Yeah, see, we even got that covered for you. Check this out, everybody. A huge six-month supply, ninety nine ninety five plus delivery. We're going to bonus free talk live, three extra months for free. You get Nature Beat right to your door with a 100% money-back guarantee. And all you got to do is make the toll-free call to Clean Green New Zealand, one 866 834-8355. It's like magic. 866-834-8355. We're, of course, online. Nature B-E-E. That's naturebee.com. Okay, you heard him. Get on the phone right now. Start feeling as good as I do. Get your Nature B by calling toll-free at 866-834-8355. 866-834-8355. Jump online at naturebee.com. All right, as we continue uh, taking your phone calls about what you want, we'll go to Ty, listening, I think, in Tennessee. Ty, you're on Free Talk Live on the Ampline. Well, hi, Ian. Um, I just called in. I just got through listening. Actually, I'm on the tail end of the podcast from last night. And y'all were talking about the uh, West Memphis police shooting. Which one uh, was this? Was this the 70-year-old girl? No, this was the one with the, no, no. Uh, the, the, the two police. Guys. I'm sorry. Well, There's the a lot of police shootings. Shot. Which one is this? This is the two guys, uh, the two patriots. Got shoot the shot. Oh, 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 two. Co- yeah, some cops got shot by some uh, some nutters. Yeah, the, the immediate reports, it happened in West Memphis, which is right across the Mississippi River from Memphis. Okay. And uh, when I first heard about it, I thought, oh, boy, this is everything all rolled into one because it was reported that uh, it was two Hispanic males that were involved in the shooting, and that uh, the cop was doing drug interdiction. And um, I thought, well, great, now we're going to have this hoopla about illegal immigration and drug wars and all this kind of stuff. Well, the, the shooting, there were actually two shootings that took place. One happened right on the bridge. The uh, son of the uh, guy doing the, the bad way to do civil disobedience shot the policeman that stopped him, stopped his dad in the back of the head. Whoa. And then they and then they took off and to them and uh, were stopped in a Walmart parking lot about I'd say about four or five miles away. And uh, some other guy rammed the van 
while the police were having a shootout, and uh, several people were shot. But uh, I think I think you guys kind of encapsulated what what the problem is. These guys were uh, civil disobedient types, but they were also violent types. Yeah, you know. And one of the one of the really interesting things was the uh, news reports were saying that they traced the license plates to Ohio. And then my wife goes, well, how do they trace license plates? You know, the license plate says where it is. <laughs> it's Ohio. Real police work uh, there. That's a good point. We got on the Internet and looked. There was a picture of the back of the van, and there was no license plate. So I think that's probably why they got stopped. Mm. And mm. these guys were, you know, weapons types. They had uh, the guy had been arrested before for uh, having uh, AK-47s. So... I think it may have been the wrong kind of simple disobedient types ran into the wrong kind of cops. Well, you know, I think there there are a lot of people who uh, come to understand what the government's doing, see the force that's involved. They know that what the what the state does in the name of the people is is immoral. It's wrong. It, it's not the the way to live in a peaceful society. And yet they're trying to solve the problem with with force themselves. I mean, we will we will be free of driver's license and license plates mandated by the state when society and people can look at each other and understand that, you know, there are ways to do this without the one size must fit all solution. And and we're not going to get there by people being pulled over on the side of the road and having a shootout with the police. Certainly not. Exactly. It was really it was really a sad situation. Yeah. Really sad. Nobody anyway, is going to be persuaded. On yeah, no one is going to be persuaded to their particular viewpoint. And ma- much of what they believe may be right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know them. I don't know what their belief system was. I know that at one point that uh, one of them was busted for not, I guess, for driving without a driver's license or something like that. Hey, Ty, thanks for the call. I appreciate the info tonight and uh, cl- helping us clear that up. 800-259-9231. But people are going to look at that and they're going to say that, wait, these, uh, these folks that are driving without licenses are crazy. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're crazy and dangerous and armed, and we should be afraid of people like that. I think that's really where the the federal government wants to go nationally is to paint all of the people who speak out against the government, whether they're Tea Partiers or you know whatever different issue, whether they're in a militia or or not. They want to paint all those people as as either racist, anti-government. Anything that they can do to turn the masses against them to get people to just discount in their mind, oh, you know, we don't have to listen to that that guy. He's well, that crazy. gets easier for the government to paint them that way the more of these guys that decide they're going to solve their problems by shooting cops. Right, and you may recall we talked about, I think it was the FBI report that said, the Department of Homeland Security that said that uh, these so-called sovereigns, uh, they call themselves sovereign citizens, which I find a uh, contradiction, but the, they believe they're domestic terrorists. The MIAC report. Uh, and there was another one after that as well. Uh, you can bring up what you want, 800-259-9231. Peace is the end. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Take control of the airwaves. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Sam. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Of course, uh, we'll take your calls about anything. Um, By the way, we uh, also want to invite you over to uh, the CD Evolution Fund website, cdevolution.org. You can go there, you can get behind the civilly disobedient folks up here in New Hampshire, people like Curtis, who you hear on this show uh, co-hosting some nights, and there's a lot that's going on with cdevolution.org. I think behind the scenes, we've got a brand new executive director on board, Jason Talley. You've heard him on the uh, these airwaves as well, and I know that we're going to have him on coming up here, I think in as a kind of a guest co-host to come on and, and really get into detail about where he wants to take uh, the CD Evolution Fund, and I know that uh, the, well, the three of us are on the board of directors, so mm-hmm. we've already had conversations with Jason, and uh, I'm pretty excited to, to have him on board. It's gonna. He's gonna take the uh, the CD Evolution Fund to new heights. Yeah. So uh, go on over to cdevolution.org and get subscribed to the blog. There, uh, he'll be posting new stuff all every week, as I understand it. And it's it's great. And the site looks great, by the way. Sam's uh, friend Meg uh, took care of redesigning the, the site. Actually, it's my understanding there's another uh, tweak to the redesign coming soon. I'd say it's more than a tweak. More than it's a, a tweak. It's another complete makeover that will wow. really step it up. It okay, looks cool. Awesome. Cool. I'm looking. I haven't even seen that yet. So uh, coming soon to cdevolution.org. All right, we'll talk to you about anything. David is on the line in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Hello, yeah. Hey, I like the cut of your jib. I like a lot of what you talk about, strong libertarians and peace, and I'm all for that. Uh, The only thing I have a thing with, as far as not a problem or anything, but with the border, I live here in Arizona. I've seen it. And the thing is that I know the troops aren't going to fix anything down there. But I'm a real strong constitutionalist and have been for many years, and I'm a sovereign citizen like you were talking about. I filled out those paperwork many years ago. What paperwork? I've been living this for 20-some years. What, what paperwork? Have, huh? What What's paperwork that? did you fill out? As far as uh, revoking my power of attorney from the government and all that stuff like that paperwork. I'm now, sure you're familiar with it. No, I'm okay. not really, but I am familiar with the uh, the people that will go around and take people's money to uh, to tell them what paperwork to fill out. Uh, yeah, there are these... I did most of it on my own. Yeah, uh, I le- I did uh, legally. I did all the paperwork, most of it on my own. I bought a lot of the stuff on my own and did it myself, so I didn't have to pay many people. So this but was 20 I... years ago that you did well, this. Yeah, I've been doing this for 20 years, but. So what kind of I, I have drove I have drove without a license and without plates and without a registration. I did that for many many years. How'd that work and out? Now I, huh? Well, huh? It, it didn't work out because I had I was doing nothing but fighting them in court and uh, I beat them all the time. But it that's what they wanted to do was tie me up for you know all that time. Mm. And I helped a lot of people years ago. How did, how did you beat years. them? I'm just curious. I mean, I find this all very fascinating. Uh, how did you beat them? I went to court and filed. The first thing I always filed was the jurisdiction because they, those courts, which you know are the maritime courts with the yellow uh, border around well, the that's, flag. That's, uh, that's a th- conspiracy theory. I'm not going to say I know that. I'm not going to say I know that. That's a uh, commonly held conspiracy theory. I don't know if there's anything to it. Yes, it's it's true. I I, pra- I mean, mm-hmm. I was... Uh, a lot of people have tried that stuff in court and it hasn't gotten them anywhere. Helping people on my own, but I don't know everything. But so you filed is, a paper saying that the there was no just let me just make sure I'm understanding you. You filed some sort of paperwork with the courts essentially asserting that there was no jurisdiction and then what? 
That's correct. Then what because, happened? Because uh, when you go to court, they have to prove jurisdiction. And oh, that no, was they the don't. First thing, what's that? No, they don't. I, uh, I told them that they didn't have jurisdiction, and they don't care. I, I know that, and, and you're right. And they do fight you, and they never admit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's why I had to get a license and everything again. Because I see. It was it was just too, much. too you know it, it was just it was so hard to just get by in regular life but it's I hard to be a sovereign there's no there's no and, doubt about that and I still believe it and and the thing that I'm getting to is the border part and uh, yeah. the thing is is that I believe because you're a constitutionalist I know you're no, want to be peaceful and I no. wish it I would used work to at one time way. I was uh, I, you keep putting words in my mouth and I understand that maybe you feel like I might uh, be very very aligned with certain things based on the way I, yeah. I speak and the things I talk about um, and maybe it's because I've I've been there I, I have been a so-called constitutionalist I used to have a book on uh, the constitution and all that and uh, I mean uh, but uh, then I discovered that the constitution is really just a piece of paper that doesn't have my signature on it, and it in no way is binding uh, on me. So, no, I'm not really a, a constitutionalist. But go ahead with your point about immigration. Okay, okay. And, and I didn't mean to put you in uh, into a category that I shouldn't put you in. I assumed something, and that I was wrong. But my point was is that, that I believe that we have to, the people uh, have to take back as our country, like you have done up in New Hampshire, where you made your own societies, from what I understand. We're just in the very, uh, very beginning stages of that. In fact, Sam, you're supposed to, are you working on printing out uh, our, our, our new uh, Declaration of, oh, of Independence? Uh, or, I got to find a printer that can uh, print on hemp paper. I want something that will last, and I have not found one yet. We're working on getting something together for the Porcupine Freedom Festival, where people will be able to... Uh, to essentially declare their sovereignty. You need a big, a big sort of yellowish piece of paper, old, old looking. That's what piece he's of looking paper. for. It's like a hemp paper. Yeah. Can burn part but, of the corners, make it look real. So yeah, it's just yeah, in the kind I of the, the cusp. The Southworth paper that the founding fathers used to use, the hemp type mm-hmm. paper. I, I like that too. Okay, so uh, back to immigration. Any, yeah. Anyway, I was talking about the borders, and what I feel the answer is is that because we are a militia, not the militia that they badmouth and the bad people. But the true militia, like our country was founded on. Well, I'm not a militia, so I don't know. I don't know who we yeah. is, but it doesn't include me. Right, but okay. I believe we don't have to be militia or be in a category. I just believe that the citizens, the United States, the proper citizens, need to, you know, we need to take more action, and and we need to be on the border patrolling our borders or something, because obviously the government but can't I, do but it. But I want people to come here. Yes. I, I mean, so well, I'm not going to patrol a border. I, I, want, I want people to come here. And I want them to come here without asking government's permission. I mean, I thought you believe in sovereignty. And, and you're right. I do. But I also, and, 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 and I, I agree. That's why I say I agree with your, your legal stuff and the way you do things and about everybody should be free. Because yeah. I search for ultimate freedom every day of right. being really free. Well, it seems to okay. me that if I want to be free, then I must allow others to be free. Doesn't that make sense? I, I, I'll go. I agree with that. Well, that includes but, other people that are on the outside of an imaginary line in the sand. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then: you you don't agree with the big government, which I don't either. Okay. I don't agree with any and, coercion uh, coercion between uh, people. Absolutely, and because it's not all right, because God. We have our unalienable rights, and you're right. Okay, so and that sounds like we're in agreement then. So why okay. on earth would you support uh, aggressing against uh, peaceful people who would come here from another uh, place in the world? 
the problem I the biggest problem is is that okay I haven't paid taxes all my life anyway so I don't believe in paying taxes That's to good. have them violate my rights but I don't want to pay for their health care mm-hmm. I don't want them to come and make me work for them. Well, that's a, all the well, I don't know how they're like going to make get. you do anything. That's, that's, a, that's a government problem. That's not an immigration problem. Do you understand? I mean, that's a yeah. welfare problem that, that I guess we, if you want to use that terminology, the United States citizens over time have allowed that to happen. I mean, they started welfare before I was born, so I, I, I'm not going to claim responsibility for that. But, you know, the people in this country created that problem, not the people in other countries. And, and I agree 100% with that. I do. But where I'm saying that where we're at now, I realize that the, where we're at as a country, and as much as I wanted to believe this all my life, that we could right the ship and take it back doing things, at this point, I'm at the point where I don't believe we can go back to be free like we need to be. So what's wrong with letting some... So so the, the ship is sinking, but rats want to get on board the, the ship. What's wrong with letting them come then? Well, it's, it's all part... The problem I have is the big picture, and, and with the global... That's all part of global government. Now, Tell you what, I want to just I want to explore your contradictions here a little bit uh, further, if you don't mind. Hang on, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one, because there's some glaring contradictions in this conversation. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231 tonight. It's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you enjoy the fact that all of the features on the site are given away, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their websites, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier and get behind the show financially and help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com, join the program for as little as 3 bucks a month with any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options. And we have implemented a brand new system. Uh, hopefully most of the bugs have been ironed out, uh, but we're, you're kind of still in a testing phase. You may be a guinea pig at this point in the, uh, in the process. But the new system should allow you as an amplifier to go in and change your information easily, update credit card info, that kind of thing, upgrade your account, downgrade your account. Uh, so, you know, maybe you sign up at, because uh, we allow people to do more than three bucks if they want. So maybe you sign up at 10 bucks and you go through some hard times and you need to cut back to three. You don't have to email to ask us to do those things anymore. The, uh, the system should allow you to self-administrate. So it takes out a, a layer of bureaucracy. Amp.freetalklive.com. Learn more about the program. Get on board. Get access to perks like the Amp Only call-in line, uh, the Amp Only forum, podcast, and more. Amp.freetalklive.com. I think David is still with us. David, are you there? 
Yes, I am. All right, David, you're in Arizona, and you're calling uh, tonight about immigration. You, It sounds like we are in agreement on a, a number of things, and I'm hearing a, a lot from you that, that sounds good to me. Sovereignty, I like that. Freedom, I like that as well. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm hearing some uh, contradictions. If one believes in sovereignty, if one believes in one's uh, right to own oneself and uh, and be sovereign and be responsible for one's own life and actions then uh, it, would, it, would, it would make sense that you would believe that everyone who wants to be sovereign uh, could, could be a sovereign. And that would mean that uh, other sovereigns would be allowed to bring sovereigns from other parts of the world in to do work for them or to live with them uh, and that kind of thing. And, and you were talking about putting people on the borders to stop people from coming here because of what the government is doing with welfare. Do you see the contradiction there or have I obscured it through my uh, ramblings? No, no, you, you, uh, you, you, you put it right there, and I don't maybe speak real eloquently or anything like that. I'm not college educated, but the thing is, is that what I'm for, like you said, is freedom and the freedom of an individual. But I don't believe in the free system of that. We we should have to take care of somebody either because. If everybody's responsible for themselves, then we they shouldn't need our help to take care of them. And then the other thing is, is basically, and I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but it kind of sounds like you're for the system, all in common system. All in common system? And what do you mean, like communism? No, 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 no. As far as this is kind of, and I don't want to get into the religious end of it, but in this in the in a perfect world in other words everybody would be living in common there's no buddy putting the thumb on you you know uh repressing you or anything like that everybody's equal in other words okay well i think there's and always going to be there's always going to be violence um but it's right. institutionalized violence that bothers me and institutionalized violence comes from government or at least what we know as government these days i think that you can change government in some ways to make it so it's not coercive um by uh, limiting its uh, by getting doing away with the aspect of it that's monopoly but this is kind of I, i'd like to, to draw an analogy for you if i could david so sure. let's say your wife is putting out a bowl of uh, cat food every morning for uh cats that come up and uh you know that, that live near your yard and it sounds to me with the illegal alien problem that you're out there shooting cats rather than telling your wife, hey, stop putting the cat food out. You know, so you've got what you have in your house is uh, is a divided house. People feel differently, but you you're taking it out on the cats. The cats have nothing to do with it. They're coming and taking advantage of something that, well, quite honestly, you shouldn't be forced to pay for. And I shouldn't be forced to pay for and nobody should be forced to pay for. And it doesn't matter whether the cats come from America or the cats come from Mexico. I shouldn't be forced to give food, free food, free school, free medical or whatever to people that I don't know if I don't want to do that. Understand? Yes, and I do, and I, and you're right. I I agree with that. I just might be a little bit off, a little bit, but See, yes, that's Brian, pretty much David. exactly right. Oh, David, what I heard Thank in you, the in the beginning of your call, like in the last segment, is that you agree with all of the things that we're proposing, the ideas that we're talking about, freedom and sovereignty, and so forth. It just sounded like you were kind of resigned on this one issue because it's gone so far because mainstream thinking is so uh, absurd in this case that they, they don't really get the freedom message that you feel like, well, this one 
we have to crack down on the borders because the American people will never get it. And it's really kind of a hopeless thing. So this is the only choice. Is that is that kind of how you feel or is that where this is coming from? Yes, you're that's that's pretty much it. Yes, it really is. You're you right. can't get rid of welfare. We've heard people call and say that before. Yeah. They just they're just resigned to this idea. Right. And the other aspect is you can't get rid of illegal aliens because if you put the uh, or, or illegal immigrants or whatever, because if you put the government in charge of something, including shooting Mexicans on the border, they're still not going to do it. I don't know. Properly. I think that's a generally true statement, but I think that it is possible. North Korea has done a good job of it. So uh, so you can get rid of so-called illegal uh, aliens if you have a total police state that makes it so people look to uh, look to the United States and say, the hell would I want to go there for? I'll just stay right where I am or you know, go to some other country. So that's really the only option here. So basically, by accepting this belief that, well, you can't end welfare, so therefore we need to deal with the symptoms of the welfare problem, like you were talking about the cats, Mark, therefore we just need to crack down on the cats. Well, guess what? In order to crack down with the cat, on, the, on the cats, you have to crack down on absolutely everybody. And so before you know it, you've got yourself a real live police state. You know, and the thing is, is uh, uh, what I'll say is that uh, what, you're, what you're saying that I'm saying is right, and I might be a middle, little bit mixed up there, but the thing that we need to do, and I think you'll agree with me, is, is that what we need to do is get rid of the government system that we have, and I think you'll agree with me on that get rid of the whole system that's all corrupt to be able to fix any other problem, that's the first step. Well, I would agree I'd, with that statement. Sure. I'd like to fine-tune it a little bit. I don't know that we need to get rid of them. We need to educate smaller people. smaller government, yeah. Ooh, you have smaller have government, get rid of the federal government. You can't fine-tune that thing, Sam. How well, are you going to fine-tune the federal government? <laughs> yeah, the federal government needs to go away. <laughs> Hold on, gentlemen. All right. Uh, what I'm talking about, though, it's not going to come from throwing out the government. We're not going to be able to fight them. It's not going to be any set number of people pulling over and shooting cops that's no, going no. to throw out the government. It's going to come when people understand that the government can't solve these problems, that the government will only make them worse, that their tactics create unintended consequences, right. create this drug war, create the immigration problems, create all of the they have to smuggling deaths. Yeah, they, they people have, have to, to realize. Re- reject the idea of the coercive state and it's easiest for them to i think reject the federal coercive state before they'll reject the state uh and the local uh, the local boys and i don't believe that's going to come through as, as you've experienced come through their court system they're not going to give you permission to, to show them that you know this is the wrong way to go they're going to fight you know, tooth and nail for their power and their control over others to stay the way it is. David, thanks for the call okay. and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing. Yeah, thank from you. you, David. It was a, it was a great call. Good conversation. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Uh, and and none of these answers are easy. No, but the answer that we're proposing is simple. And the the answer that uh, the, the those who would want to control immigration uh, are is proposing is not really that simple. I mean, it's pretty complicated. You've got to get people down on the border, and they've got to do this, and then right. they've got to stop the if, tunnels, and they've got to do this. Here's a simple answer: is the federal government should get out of the the area of immigration, and then let people who uh, you know let different states decide how they want people to come in. Because I think some be states, a step in the right direction. I think some states would do what Arizona is doing, where it's a you know they're just basically saying anybody who looks Mexican, we're going to stop them and ask them for their. Oh, no, no, that's not going to be it, Mark. They're going to stop anybody. Fine. Uh, but because I, the complaint is, well, you're going to target uh, Hispanics. So, no, 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 we won't. See, we're going to target everyone. No, if the... If the Random if, stops. 
if it was just Arizona, then they wouldn't have to worry about all that, you know, the the talk of profile or anything like that. They just go ahead and do whatever they were going to do. Yeah. But and then states, other states would have uh, their rules that say, hey, come on in, work, do whatever you want to do. California is a pretty good example. I think that L.A. and San Francisco essentially have rules against, and I know Boston does rules against asking people what their ethnicity is or you know where they came from mm-hmm. or and all that other stuff. So some places would say, come on in, work hard, and yeah. we'll give you a bunch of free crap. Some states. <laughs> And then they would go bankrupt in the long run. Some some states would say, come on in, work hard. We're not going to give you anything. But we don't give anybody else anything, and that would be fine, too. Right. Sounds good to me. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up what you want. And the, the real challenge is to show people that it's the government people that are causing the problems, not the folks coming here, who most of whom are not taking welfare. They don't qualify for it. Most of them are, are hardworking, good folks. Hour two's coming up. Bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Hey, America. How do you use WebEx? We use WebEx for our fantasy baseball draft. I use WebEx to record meetings so anyone who misses it can see it, hear it, and get up to speed quickly. My son came home from school sick yesterday. Thanks to WebEx, I didn't miss the client meeting. I saw everything right on my cell phone. Got an idea? Start a WebEx. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others, cross town or cross country. Share presentations, conduct training sessions. You can even pass the ball and let others take control. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code free trial to get a free trial and a free VoIP headset. Remember that code free trial. WebEx from Cisco. WebEx.com. Free headsets available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. Go to WebEx.com and click the radio graphic and enter promo code FREETRIAL. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. You're invited to dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian. And Sam. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. If you enjoy the show, there are different ways you can help us out. You can promote us by going to promote.freetalklive.com. Get a whole list of things that you can do to get uh, Free Talk Live into more ears, including our banners. We've got a whole bunch of brand new banners. If you haven't seen them yet, are all kinds of uh, shapes and sizes over at, I guess they're not a lot of shapes, but different sizes of the banner. Uh, rectangle pretty much tends to be the uh, standard banner shape. I guess there aren't really very many circle banners out there, uh, but nonetheless. It's square, you could have a square. Yeah, that's true. But isn't a square just a rectangle with certain proportions? Uh, a square has equal sides and equal angles. A rectangle has um, two sides are equal in length. Two different sides are equal in length, but it has equal angles. 1-800-259-9231 is where you can go. Promote.freetalklive.com is the site. Unless the rectangle slanted, then, then it becomes a rhombus. A rhombus? Yeah. Yes. No, I think you that's have a quadrilateral. Quadrilateral. 90 degree angles, right? I think that's a quadrilateral. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a parallelogram. Excuse me. That's a parallelogram. Yes, quadrilateral right. has yes, four right. sides. A rhombus um, has uh, two sides that are parallel and then two sides that are going towards hey, a point. Hey, you learned geometry something in geometry master. class, huh? Yeah. I Man, it. you've been out of it 10 years longer than I have, too. My son's learning shapes, too, and I don't ah. like when they teach him uh, the wrong words for shapes because they... 
You know, they'll tell really? them that a square has all equal sides, but a diamond has all equal sides sometimes too. That doesn't make it a square. So, well, but well, trying to explain to, to a two-year-old what a square is yeah. from geom- ge- um, geometric uh, definitions doesn't really work either, so I'm not sure. All right, let's take your phone calls here about whatever you want. Coming up, uh, it's been a while since we've done some corrupt cop stories, so i got a bunch of them here, including a major jail bust, uh, and I don't mean of the prisoners. Let's uh, talk first, though, to Scott in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Scott. Yeah, how you doing, Ian, Scott. Mark, and Sam? Yes, sir. What's on your uh, mind tonight? Well, I uh, wanted to talk about, I agree with uh, Mark, um, that the state should handle this uh, immigration. Uh, I think the federal government can't handle themselves, first of all. Um, I don't know if you guys were aware, last week uh, the president of Mexico was up in our Congress. Uh, Who's Congress? In our Congress. No. I don't have Congress. I don't know what that... Oh, well, he was up in our, in, the, in our government here, okay? It's not my government. Oh, don't, don't play his game, he Scott. was speaking about um, our guns are the cause of their deaths down in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, that's what and, his, his claim uh, he's is. And taking huh. away, talking about that we, they should uh, take away our guns with our Second Amendment. Now, you know, if, like I said, if you go down into Mexico without your passport and that, you, you're going to be a rat. You might never come back. Oh, yeah, you're in big trouble. Okay. so Especially if you bring a gun. When you have a guy that's coming up into your country, let's, let's just say our country, telling our um, the people out there, I don't even call them a government either, they're lost, but telling these guys saying, yeah, well, you know, your, your guns up here are the cause of our violence down there in Mexico, and I think that you guys should... Uh, Banned all your guns up here in the United States of America to correct our problem down there. When most of their gun problems coming up from down below, they're getting their weapons. Oh, I think they're getting their guns. Um, mostly, they're getting their guns from from north of the border. But I don't. I I think it's that the, the guys reason why those right. The drug he's war. been he's been pushed into a corner because the United States government has told him, "Hey, you have to keep drugs outlawed." Because Mexico tried yes. very hard to legalize a certain level of possession. Uh, it's it's tried on a couple of occasions and actually had some recent success in doing it. But uh, so, so you know they they tried to do away with a certain level of uh, prohibition, but the United States government said no, you can't do that. All he's trying to do at this point is show that you know is is uh, turning the tables and say, well, hey, if you're going to make it so that I've got to outlaw drugs down in my country when we'd like to try to get rid of prohibition, well, then you should uh, outlaw guns and try prohibition in that area. See how it works out for you guys. Well, I I understand what you're saying there, Mark, but the the point is this: this is our land up here, okay? And that's their land down there. And, yes, I agree with you. It's almost dangerous to be down on the border with these drug warlords right now. Oh, yeah. They're very vicious. In fact, there's been heads taken off people. So Mostly but, people but working you know what? for them. The thing is, is, it's like us up here. We have to address our problems up here. And that government down there, which is controlled by a lot of drug warlords, have to control their situation down in their country. And... The bottom line is it has nothing to do with hate, but it has to do with, like you said, if you come into this country and you get free, 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 sooner or later it's going to have a big impact on this country. Well, 
uh, again, most of the people coming here aren't. This country is uh, doing just fine, spending itself into insolvency. Things. I don't. I. I don't think that. Uh, you know. I, I think that the the least of our problems with uh, with the border is really people coming across and getting some some people coming across and getting some things free because some of them actually pay taxes they're never able to recoup. So there's this kind of uh, you know wash back and forth. Yeah. How does that wash out? I wonder. I mean, is it? It, it, uh, it depends on who no you listen to because conservatives will tell you that uh, they're all taking welfare. Right. That immigrants cost us a million dollars a person per year and uh, liberals will say oh no they're they're worth 20 million dollars per person per year mm. you know so they'll, they'll all lie to you and it's difficult to know because there's how do you track somebody who's stealing who's using different social security numbers to file taxes how do you do that well i i understand what you're because we're, we're i guess our we're not us but some of the i guess our government's dumb the government's <laughs> dumb because like i said if you go down into mexico they can track you What's, what? You know, and you're not going to come back because I've been down there in, uh, in the past. And I know people who've gone to Mexico and have come back. You don't want to go down there without your credentials because you get put in in uh, jail or the rat house down there, you might not be coming back to the United States of America. So I just wanted to call Mexican, in and, yeah. and gesture that. So Thanks, it, Scott, for the call. You, Scott. Appreciate it. Mexican prison is no place to be. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about it. It's not a it's not a pleasant place for uh, especially somebody from a different country to be. It's not a pleasant place to be. Period. But well, I know that uh, prison in general is not a, a pleasant place for anyone to be. If in you're fact, gonna go to jail, though, go to jail in Canada because it's not too bad. Unfortunately, uh, our friend Mark Emery from Cannabis Culture Magazine, CannabisCulture.com. Uh, was not able to go to jail in Canada. He was recently uh, he was recently arrested by the Canadian government people and then transferred into the United States, where he is now in a U.S. prison. And uh, from what I've been reading of Jody Emery, his wife's uh, lovely wife, uh, on Facebook, her Facebook updates, they've been very very active up there. And she has heard from Mark, and it's absolutely horrible uh, the conditions that uh, that he is uh, in which he's being kept. And I asked her to come on uh, the show to talk about what's been happening because the last time we talked about Mark's situation was when he was being extradited. Was uh, when he was picked up, or when he turned himself in, rather, to uh, to be extradited. And so we'll find out what has been going on. She's going to come on this Saturday night to talk uh, to talk about that uh, with us. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. And by the way, she's a heroic lady to uh, you know to to stand by uh, Mark as he's been going through all of this and to you know to keep keep his uh, business going and his absence and and everything. Amazing lady. Uh, so just you know, kind of back on the, uh, on what Scott was uh, was talking about there. Did you hear a lot of us and them in in that kind of? I, I did. And language. I think Mark cut you know right to the issue. It's. The U.S. that is forcing, the U.S. government that is forcing this drug war to be waged on a global scale. I mean, they're the ones going into countries, loaning them money, getting the local bureaucrats on the hook to, you know, on the dole to uh, accept the U.S. money and all of the strings that come attached with it. And primarily, that's the drug war. So, you know, the government is so vested in controlling people and, uh, you know, just being able to, uh, have this police state and this control grid over folks. And yep. it's going to just continue devolving and devolving. And I've heard, you know, from several different people that it's five or six families in Mexico that control the, the government. They're sort of like these ultra powerful families down there that really have connections and, 
you like know, the Mexican Bilderberg. I, I guess I, I don't know, <laughs> but you know, I think the same thing is happening here to a, a lesser extent. It's only a matter of time before it gets worse. I mean, if you look at all the things Goldman Sachs has been doing. Uh, both here and in Greece, it, it's it's outrageous. It's a it's a crime family that's that's in bed with the government. Well, the government is a crime family. Yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, whether there are people uh, shadowy figures behind the scenes or not. Uh, what the reality is is the government is an agency of criminal force. But now they're able to play both sides of the coin. The government uses its power. The corporate uh, corporations use their power, and what we result in is tyranny. And I want to touch on the guns point here in a moment, just a little bit further. You can also bring up anything. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features are free. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites, so we give ours away. In fact, uh, those features include the Shrine of Female Listeners, the dozens of ladies who listen to this program, and we've got more than dozens that listen, but these are the dozens who have taken the time to send us their validated photo or video. Validated meaning they prove in the picture or video that they are listeners of Free Talk Live. You can see what I mean by going to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Joe you know Taron Lupo from the LCL Report and Wheels Off Liberty supports his full-time activism by selling Liberty-themed jewelry. Support the ideas of Liberty every time you buy some of his unique jewelry. He also does custom work for just about anything you can dream up. Find his designs at lclreport.com or join his fan group on Facebook. It's lclreport.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Just a few more thoughts real quick. About the the gun issue, because Scott in Wisconsin had called in to, to talk about how apparently the president of Mexico had come up to the United States federal government and had spoken to them about how it's the U.S.'s fault that so many guns are coming into Mexico. If you guys didn't have all these guns, then uh, we wouldn't have the violence down in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Now, Scott said he believes the guns are coming from South America, but from where they are, uh, from where they are coming does not matter. Uh, the reason why they're coming is what matters. And guns in private people, peaceful people's hands is not a problem. So it's not the guns that are a problem. It's the fact that people who are engaging in violent uh, drug activity are the problem they're the ones that are getting the guns and they're using them in dangerous ways they're hurting people they're killing people and uh, mexico is restrictive when it comes to weapons too i mean it's considered it's illegal to even own a 45 in mexico is that right yeah if you try to cross the border do not bring a gun with you so the answer to solving mexico's violence problem or gun violence problem is to fully decriminalize drugs to uh, to take them out of the black market and then to the, which would essentially just eviscerate the uh, the gangs they would have nothing in which to traffic because now they've got drugs they can do prostitution if they want to make a little extra money they can uh, also traffic in, in in guns as well so if the Mexican president gets his way and they actually do have some gun ban that's put into effect in the United States, it's A, not going to stop guns from getting into his country because, well, the guns won't just disappear in a puff of smoke after they're outlawed, uh, but also 
the guns will then become black market. And so there will be even more of an incentive. I mean, right now, certain guns are banned, and so therefore they're already already in the black market, automatic uh, weapons, that kind of thing. Uh, now, if you have a uh, an actual full-on gun ban, then every single gun will become part of the black market, and that just puts more product in the hands of these violent uh, gangsters for them to make money on. Well, and you're going to introduce gun runners into the mix along with the drug traders, so not only will, will we have to have drug raids... But we'll have to track the gun runners and have raids on them, which are probably not going to end too well. No, I was going to say, yeah, if you're if you're raiding a pot uh, dealer's house, it's pretty unlikely that guy's going to be blasting back at you. But if you're raiding a gun runner's uh, operation or his warehouse, you better in that case, the SWAT team is going to come in handy because yeah. you will be up against people who will very likely uh, use their product to defend themselves, and they will inevitably make mistakes. There will be collateral damage, which means they yeah. shoot the wrong person or or some innocent bystander gets hurt it's just the worst idea to uh, to ban guns because as you know just puts more product in the hands of criminals that aren't the government <laughs> we already know the government is a group of criminals for the most part uh that is using coercive force on people and prohibitions are not going to solve the problems that are created by prohibition essentially that was what the proposal was right. and uh, it's not going to work so i had a neat little encounter today just to change gears here uh for a moment and then we'll tell you about since we're talking prohibition we'll go back to corrupt cops but i was in the bank uh here in beautiful Keene, new hampshire and uh, it was a fairly empty day in the bank and there was one guy in front of me and getting uh, taken care of and he looks back at me and i you know, i'm smiling and uh, he looks uh, looks back at the teller and he looks back at me again and and he says something i'm going to paraphrase everything he says something to the effect of uh oh i've seen i've seen your videos and i said oh really and so we had this uh, we had a conversation where i asked him uh, well how did you see the videos cuz he's talking about the videos that are posted over at freekeen.com and he said well somebody i think it was somebody at work that told me to go and and watch this video of uh, the the sheriffs out in front of the courthouse, and says, "Oh, okay, so you you found it recently then, uh, because this uh, the video of the sheriffs they." In case you didn't hear the episode of Free Talk Live where we described what happened, they come outside the courthouse while we're doing fully informed jury outreach, and they basically threaten us because we were opening the doors for people that were coming into the courthouse. They they literally said, one of them literally said, uh, "Don't be courteous." And it's just absurd. The the whole video is just absolutely ludicrous. And then when the cops go back in, Sam, you go up and you hold the door for the the last cop that goes in. (laughs) In fact, we were all kind of vying to hold the door, but you were the closest. You got there first. Uh, it was it's a it's a great video, but so apparently you know the word is being spread around town about this, and this guy heard from somebody, hey, you should go check this out. He goes, he watches it, he likes it, because uh, everything he had to say to me today was was pretty positive. He actually said he he then claims to have watched every single video on the website at that point. Wow, that's tough. Um, yeah, so this guy's had like a whirlwind tour of uh, freekeen.com and some of the activism that uh, that has been happening up here. And so we'd walked outside of the bank at this point, and we continuing our conversation in the, the, the sunlight. Very uh, warm day here in New Hampshire. And he was uh, telling me that, uh, that he really wishes that this kind of change could happen, because he acknowledged that uh, things are changing in a direction that he doesn't like. You know, getting bigger government and more intrusiveness and more more oppression, and and he really likes what's going on. He uh, and he really hopes that something can happen. Likes what's going on with Free Keen. I, mean. I, th- I think just the liberty movement in, okay, liberty in general. Movement. I mean, right. he didn't specify Free Keen versus anything else, but that's where he saw the videos that uh, he recognized me from. Just and trying to be clear. That's what started the conversation. I, I don't think he mentioned Free State at at all during uh, during the conversation. Maybe he did. 
but anyway, so we're there talking, and uh, he's telling me very, essentially very, very positive things. Of course, what we hear from the opposition is, everyone hates you! Get out of here, you free staters! Well, and I think it's that, just uh, nonsense. Th- there's a good chance that there's a small number. And by small, I mean probably. I, who has the kind of time that they go on these uh, the, 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 the newspaper comment, comment section? And, Me? Right. <laughs> well, you do. You work from home, and you love yourself a good flame war. But how many people in town don't have you know jobs so that they yeah. can sit around and, and respond to you? The bureaucrats sus- can do it, actually, while they're at their, uh, their yeah, job. I suspect you're talking about a handful of people, um, I, less than 10 would be certainly the guess that I would make that that come in and post under anonymous names. Usually yeah. they 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 post under things like disgusted in keen or something sure. like that. And stop the whining. And, and you know all the, the, the these these names they they won't say my name is uh, Herschel B Schnasherfrass or whatever. Yeah. They won't do it. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the things to to point out and I think you're accurate in what you're saying there. It's probably a very small group. The other question that I wonder about is, well, who are we reaching? How many people are we are we impacting with this message? And just like you, Ian, I had an encounter like that the other day when I was uh, pushing some boxes around downtown on a cart. Mm-hmm. Guy was uh, getting out of his minivan with two kids. The dog was in the back. He lifted the dog down. It bit him. And he said, uh, I, you know, he looked at me. I said, oh, that looks like it hurt. And he said, uh, are you the magician? I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, he goes, oh, well, wait, you're you're Sam. And I said, I am. <laughs> and he said, I support what you do. I love what you guys are doing. This awesome. is a family, local guy. We'll come back with more here. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll free line. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian and Sam and Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. We've got our news updates, which can be delivered to you in the way that you would prefer. We've got emails. You can also follow our Twitter profile and our Facebook as well. You can get all three or one or two or whatever at news.freetalklive.com. Go get signed up for free. That's news.freetalklive.com. Take the startpage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your big brother search engine. Experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. You'll also have complete privacy if you use the proxy link beneath each search result at startpage.com. All right, 800-259-9231. So uh, we're telling stories here about some of our interactions uh, with the regular folk of Keene, New Hampshire, because if you've listened to the show for a little while, you know that uh, those of us on this program have made the move here to New Hampshire from, in uh, your case, uh, Texas, Sam, uh, Mark, and myself came from Florida as part of the Free State Project, a movement of hundreds and soon thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people who've all converged into the same place. 
and uh, some of what has happened in the in the, uh, the the last few years has been controversial. There have been uh, incidents of civil disobedience that have, has apparently stirred up controversy, and some people have said, "You've poisoned the well." Uh, Cannibals, gonna, right? It's going to be impossible for us to to have change now that you uh, civil disobedience have ruined it for the rest of us. And uh, my experience with the people of this area tell me differently that uh, on one hand, people, some people would have us believe that we're hated amongst the uh, community activists. The people of Keene hate liberty activists. Go home, free staters. We don't want you here. Uh, get out. And my, my personal experience doesn't, doesn't reflect that. Now, of course, that's biased, and I understand that. Obviously, if I'm standing at the bank, as I was today, and somebody in front of me hates me, it's not likely they're going to speak to me. Okay, so I understand this is a, kind of a self-selecting process. You think that after three years, there'd be some kind of feedback. I, I mean, as many you mean, times... aside from the, uh, the anonymous posts right, on the but, uh, newspaper's website? You would website? think after how many people we have met in the community, individual, you know, each, together, individually, all over, that somebody would have at some point said, man, you guys really suck. I've gotten that from a couple of people at the courthouse. A couple of the bureaucrats. Okay, there's so they're wearing uniforms. That there's people well, that work for the government. She's not wearing a uniform, but there's one bureaucrat who I've seen multiple times uh, go in, and she usually has something nasty to say to us. When we when we hand out those warning flyers, occasionally, probably one in twenty to one in fifty of those will come back and crumple say, it up and they'll throw it at you or something. Or like that. you know, we just don't. I don't like your ideas. I don't want want yeah. this so, that sort of thing. It's out there. I mean, of course, it's out there. But I have never experienced it. But the, you know. I, I've talked about this before, though. I really think. We have sort of established a name for the Free State Project, for Free Keen, for the liberty activism that's going on. People are aware of it. They're starting to talk about it. And I think this will be the year that really the locals start to sit up and pay attention and, and begin getting involved. Now, I, I hope so. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen. This, I don't know what the best form of liberty activism is, whether it's inside the system, outside the system, judicial, uh, you know, legislative, whatever. I'm not certain what the best kind of activism is. One thing I am certain about is that if you start a program where 20,000 liberty-loving individuals move to one state, that they're not all going to do the same thing. And that if you get all bent out of shape because somebody doesn't do something the way you want them to do, and I can tell you that uh, inside the, the the politicos have some ideas on what's a good idea, what's a bad idea, just inside the system. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just think that people sort of need to take a deep breath because there's nothing you're going to do to stop somebody who's hell-bent on doing their, their form of activism, whether that activism is uh, nonsensical or, or against what it is that you wish to do or whatever. There's always going to be somebody who you disagree with. Sure. Uh, but the the focus of what I wanted to do here was just kind of tell the story about this guy that I'd met uh, today and, and what, what he was saying. Uh, so he likes what we're doing here. This is just a local guy who has actually said he was born in Arizona, but he's lived here his whole life. So he's been here since a, a little baby. And he's a local electrician, um, nice guy, was out, outside of the bank talking with him for uh, for several minutes. And uh, he he he... He hopes that something can change. He wants more freedom. He likes that idea, and he even alluded to the idea of getting involved at some point. Now, I didn't certainly didn't press him and say, you know, when are you going to do that? Um, but uh, but he, as to your your prediction, Sam, that this might be the year that locals get involved. I don't know. I don't know what to expect uh, as far as that's concerned. We've already had some locals get involved, a smidgen here and there, a couple of select mm-hmm. people uh, coming on board, and they've been they've been pretty good so far. Uh, in fact. 
early on, we had some locals who've been involved the whole time, and they've been outstanding. Some of our best activists are actually the the locals. I would say that the locals, in many ways, dwarf the uh, the incoming liberty activists in the amount of uh, activism they're willing to do. It, well, and look at Free Keen Fest and the uh, the 420 events. Those are mostly local uh, kids and 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 people in the community that have lived here their entire life. So this guy wants to see change. He's he's excited uh, by what he's seeing happen. Uh, on the other hand, he still kind of had a, a bit of a defeatist mentality. You know, this idea that well, I hope you guys can do something, but I don't really know if if it's possible. Oh, I can understand so, why living in Keene he would feel that way. Uh, well, I mean, living in America, mm-hmm. a lot yeah, of people that feel that way. You can't fight city hall, etc. But a lot of people are liking that somebody is doing something, and they're. I think they're the silent majority out there. You know, the, they mm-hmm. are busy. They're busy with their lives. And then this guy hears from one of his friends, hey, you got to go check this video out. He goes to freekeen.com. He watches the video, then consumes as much of the content as he possibly can. And then, a, you know, a few days later, sees me in the bank and, uh, and says hello. And it's that one of the things that's nice about being up here in New Hampshire and wherever you are in New Hampshire, it's going to be the case. Uh, maybe Manchester to a lesser extent, but for the most part. Most places in New Hampshire are not that large, so you're going to see the same people over and over again. Uh, they're going to see you if you're an activist and, and you're out there and whatever it is you're doing. If you're doing politics, you're going to be recognized, and if you're doing disobedience or you're doing media creation as we are here, uh, you're going to be recognized, and, uh, and that's good because it allows people to, uh, to make a connection with you. You know, you're you're not just some uh, disembodied voice on the radio, or uh, just you know some untouchable politician. I mean, in the case of uh, one of the local activists here, Andrew Carroll, who was arrested for marijuana possession last year, he's going to be running as an anarchist this year, an anarchist Democrat in the state rep race. And he recently wrote a letter to the editor of the local newspaper talking about why he moved here. And he related a story uh, about how he was at his job and he got into a, a political conversation with some of the, the, uh, the people that were uh, eating at the restaurant that he worked for. And, and he just had a really nice conversation with these people. They were uh, self-professed Democrats who were gun owners and uh, you know this kind of New Hampshire Democrat, which is not really like – the Democrats you might be familiar with, say from California, it's it's kind of a different uh, it's kind of a different breed. And and these people were saying things like, uh, you know, the government is is too big, and they were agreeing with a lot of the, the things that Andrew, as an anarchist, was saying. Now I don't think he came out and said I'm an anarchist, but on the other yeah, hand, that's he, n- not a way to win friends, as far as I can tell. But he will be saying that in his political yeah, campaign. Yeah, should be interesting. <laughs> and he's not going to be some anonymous guy that's just on the television and on the, in the newsprint. He's going to be going around town. People are going to see him. They're going to be able to come up and talk to him. There's a real uh, level of con- that connection that you can have with people around these areas because they're just so small. And I think it's great. It, it's, it, it really makes it so you can be a big fish in a small pond. And one of the, the complaints this guy had today was about the sheeple. He, he's concerned that, you know, these are people that just go along to get along and he called them, you know, he called them stupid. And I said, well, I like the term ignorant because I think we're all ignorant of different things. You know, I used to be ignorant of these things and then I learned about liberty and now I'm not ignorant anymore. And I and uh, I said, I understand that we talked about how it's a logical message and that that he doesn't think that works with those people, the sheeple types. And I said, I think it does. I think it just takes time. The logic 
chink, you know, it chips away at people's walls that uh, that they've built up, that the government indoctrination systems have uh, have built to help them build around their uh, themselves. And over time, this message is very persuasive. It's very consistent. And people are going to come on board. I've heard other anecdotes from other people in this area who've said, look, people are listening, people are paying attention, and they're thinking about the things you guys are talking about. So I told him, look, all it's going to take is numbers. They've got a couple hundred people, meaning the government people. When we get a couple hundred people, it's going to be a very (laughs) interesting situation. More coming up here. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Give you the features there. And uh, those features include our listening options. You can listen via our live streams or the Free Talk Live listen lines, which allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Plus, we've got our webcam as well, uh, which is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. You can go and watch or listen for free at listen.freetalklive.com. Go check out uh, gold.freetalklive.com, too. We have uh, great rates there. We've teamed up with Midas Resources, our, our syndicator. They They sort of work. I guess Midas owns GCN, which is the company that puts us up on the bird. And, um, you know, they, so not only do they bring you free talk live and great uh, liberty oriented programming, but they sell you gold and silver that you might use as a hedge against inflation, investment, barter currency. I've bought from them. Uh, that's the, 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 the whole experience was great. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. They even have a program there. If you're not, uh, you know, if, if you, if you don't, haven't got a bunch of money in savings where you can buy several uh, gold pieces at once. Perhaps putting away some uh, silver would be a good idea and then just paying on it on a weekly or biweekly basis when you get your paycheck. And you can do that by calling this toll-free number I'm going to give you. You just have to mention that it's uh, the layaway plan. It's 877-857-9938. It's 877-857-9938. Gold.freetalklive.com. All right, let's go to your phone calls. You can dial in and talk about whatever you want. Ladies first, Christine is on the line in Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Christine. Hi, it's nice to be with you again. Hi, I just had a quick comment to make on one of your earlier discussions. You're pretty much going all over the board with immigration and drugs and welfare. And I just want to make a comment. Uh, recently, I've been having a number of conversations, and in particular one sticks out in my mind last week, with libertarians who... Uh, are opposed to open immigration, free immigration. Um, and as a libertarian who is for completely open borders, and I oppose all immigration controls, right um, on. There's, there's two points that libertarians who differ from us frequently bring up with me, and I just wanted to quickly bring them out for the benefit of others who find themselves in similar conversations. Please do. Uh, one is that they predicate, they say, as you were talking about earlier, Ian, you know, that, well, as long as we have the welfare state, we can't let them in. 
And I find that to be a fallacious argument for a libertarian because certainly we oppose the welfare state. However, I think that it is always right to choose greater freedom. And, yeah. and I see that by saying, oh, we have to do this first before we do this, is denying people uh, freedom, individual rights, you know, for that free movement. We, uh, we all know wh- why we are for that, to say before that we have to get rid of this before we can have this. And I say, no, whenever you can achieve greater freedom, you ought to go for it. And maybe, just maybe, if we had such open immigration and we had open borders, then the people who are so concerned about the welfare state and use that as a reason, I say excuse often for uh, other reasons they don't want to verbalize why they're against immigrants, mm. but those who legitimately want to use that, then they might fight all the harder to get rid of the welfare state. But I do not believe you predicate doing one good on getting two good. You get whatever good you can achieve. Right, but the politicians or the people that are involved in the political process would tell you it's really about compromise, and that's what they see it as. Well, the masses have... Uh, you know, have decided that we've got to strengthen the borders, and that's in the Constitution, and uh, well, there's not a in number the of talking points. Yeah, I would well, agree Well, first of all, I think that's another good point. We should also, and I frequently even hear libertarians mistakenly say that, no, it is not in the Constitution. In the Constitution, uh, naturalization is addressed. This is a statute imposed by the federal government, which I believe is overstepping its bounds upon the states, and our rights as states, as you two, you three were discussing earlier, uh, should be able to choose ourselves. My well, second, I don't believe that uh, that states have rights. I think that's an well, individual. Well, I agree. Point. I agree. I put that in quotation marks. Point. Very well taken. It's it's for the sake of you know discussion. That's yeah. what's being used. But yeah. So what was the second, second point, point, Christine? Um, I found that libertarians, um, especially those who are you know have are in business for themselves, um, have said to me that they feel that they um, until. Taxation is made fair. They feel that immigrants are hurting them because they will tell me, for example, we have you know illegal illegal immigrants. Christine, uh, live down the street. They're operating out of the garage, and and they're doing something similar to what my business is, and they don't have to pay taxes. And until that is reconciled, I don't want them here. And I my rebuttal to that is why would you want to deny another human being who, as a quote, illegal, I don't even like that, on a human being, um, but who is here, who is not uh, a citizen, uh, why would you want to either have taxes imposed upon them, which you as a libertarian oppose, or resent the fact that they're able to get away with it? Because they're risking a lot to get away with it, and I say more power to them. Yep, absolutely. It's heroic. We want to live. Yeah, it's a factually dishonest statement that they're making, saying that these these other immigrants don't have to pay taxes. Well, no, they're supposed to. They're supposed to pay a lot more, and they're supposed to spend 10 years and twenty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 going through the legal, so-called legal immigration process, and they're willing to disobey that and take the risks. Really, what That's that is, right. Christine, is the, uh, the, the cycle of abuse that we see so frequently in uh, personal relationships being kind of writ large at a societal level where people are basically saying, and, and, they, and they'll do this, and I don't know, know if I hear it from libertarians, but I don't talk to probably, maybe I don't talk to as many as, as you do, um, but uh, the, you know, they'll, a lot of people in this country will say, well, that I'm bad because I don't pay taxes to the federal government, and so, I mean, am, am I as bad as the so-called illegal? who are also not paying taxes? Would you also have uh, horrible, horrific things that's, done to me as that's well? That's a perfect point. That's a perfect point, and it relates to my uh, first point as well. When they talk about the welfare state, well, they seem to forget 
in their uh, opposition to immigrants that there's plenty of citizens on that, uh, American citizens and white ones, maybe they will identify with more, who are on the welfare state. So they, why don't they tackle that first instead of this unjust war against immigrants and all of the problems that they are discussing about the violence and the guns and uh, blaming immigration and blaming, you know, all of this really is linked to the immigration controls, the war on immigrants, and the war on drugs. You end that, you end the violence, you end it all. The free market uh, actually would uh, control in terms of those who come, those who go, make a living. Um, it's the most humanitarian thing that we can do, and I believe that all libertarians should be for open borders, and I've never heard an argument that wasn't specious against it. Yeah, unfortunately, the politicians just think that it's it's a money problem, it's a personnel problem. If we just get the right people in charge or the right number right. of troops or the right the fence, right the right machine the right guns, people. whatever it is. <laughs> also, um, I, not- I noticed something recently. There have been some, there have been some uh, posts about people's disappointment with the folks over at LouRockwell.com uh, going in a much more pro-state direction all of a sudden after Rand Paul wins uh, the uh, primary election, that they're basically filleting uh, Rand Paul. And indeed, on this very issue, Walter Williams... And I was shocked to see this. Mm-hmm. Walter Williams wrote a piece that was posted over at LouRockwell.com against immigration, trying to make some so-called libertarian argument against immigration. And his basic point, one of the points that he made was, well, what, you just want all five billion of the world's people to come here to America? And I, I think that one of the best rebuttals I, I heard to that was the idea that, wait, this guy's an economist? And he really believes that uh, all five billion people in the world or whatever would, uh, would uh, maybe there's more than 13 billion, all these people in the world would uh, would come Seven. here whatever it is these billions of people would come here but wait a minute that ignores the economic reality that would happen and that is that if it was just new hampshire that was free people would start coming to new hampshire and then the people in the states that uh, would be losing folks or if the whole u.s was free in that way the the different governments in the in the world would look at that and they'd say crap we're losing people okay well maybe we should be a little more free to uh, stop them from imagine uh, from for a second if we had that kind of influx of people where would they live well, the housing uh, market would just boom. Yeah. Suddenly, everybody who uh, you know um, built houses would become rich because we would need houses overnight, and the price of them would be would skyrocket. Uh, just supply and demand. Yeah, you, you would absolutely. You'd be able to move back. You'd be. I'd be able to move to one of those countries those people moved from, uh, a rich man, and live like a king. Uh, so it's the the. An economist saying that really doesn't have a, a great grasp of what might. It's happen. crazy. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make it, sense. It's a. Um uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but the, it's the a fear. self-regulating problem. Yes. It's going to solve itself. If too many people move to a specific geographic area all at once, it's going to create the shortage of resources, which is going to drive prices up, which is going to make it less attractive to move there in the first place until those sor- you know sort themselves out, and then it can continue growing again. So at some point, no, you know, if 6 billion people moved into the U.S. all at once, it would overwhelm everything, and America wouldn't be such a great place. Right, and, and it ignores uh, reality. It's just not going to be possible for that many people to pick up and move right. in any short period of time. So just the, just the ludicrous uh, extreme of that uh, fear-based argument coming from somebody who I, I had a lot of respect for until I read that uh, that piece. I think this, this immigration issue, Christine, is, uh, has made so-called libertarians go uh, off their rockers. 
It most certainly has. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. They're so distracted by the idea, this is a closed club. We can't have anybody else coming in here. Despite the fact that there's a tremendous amount of uh, free space in this country. There's so much room uh, in the United States. There's more coming up. You can bring up anything. But yet some people have you believe we're overpopulated. Are you kidding me? It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line in tonight. It's Ian here. And Sam. And Mark. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those. And the main feature of the site actually allows you to influence the stuff we'll talk about on the air. Uh, you can submit different show prep suggestions, and then other listeners can vote them up or down. Of course, you can vote on anything you see on the website as well. Uh, and then it'll, the most popular items will, will essentially be promoted to the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. So head on over there, and uh, you can get interactive with the show and other listeners, etc. It's all for free. FreeTalkLive.com. We're going to continue taking your phone calls about what you want. And then coming up, uh, I said we had some corrupt cop stories, so I do want to get to those. But first, Steve is in Missouri. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Sam, and Mark. Steve in Missouri, going once? Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Here you are. You Go doing? ahead, sir. All right. So the thing is, is that, yeah, I've been listening to you guys for a little while and, um, you know, a little different ideas. But I really wonder, uh, on this Rand Paul thing, uh, why is it, uh, I heard the other day, one of you said that you think that Rand Paul hates freedom. Why is that? Oh, no, I don't, did I, if I said that, liberty. Ian, how about, how about he doesn't understand uh, liberty? How about that? Sounds better to me, but why? Well, because he doesn't, uh, he doesn't speak in the way uh, that someone who understands liberty would speak. He talks about, uh, he calls the people in Guantanamo Bay thugs. None of, none of them have been convicted of a crime. We don't even know what the accusations are against uh, most of them. Uh, and he wants to have uh, military tribunals uh, forced upon these, uh, these men. That's not very liberty-oriented. He doesn't take, a, from what I understand, of Christine Smith, uh, and I, again, I haven't looked into the, the claim, but he's apparently not even good on the marijuana issue. Uh, he's for building helipads and underground electric fences to try to keep people uh, from coming here. And he's really, uh, from what I understand from our callers, uh, really poor on, on foreign policy in that uh, he's not really a non-interventionist. Uh, helipads and electric 
fences? Under, underground <laughs> electric fences. That's one of his, as I recall, that's one of his proposals. Oh, you mean on the border? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't speak as though someone who uh, loves liberty and who values uh, n- the non-aggression principle uh, and who understands what freedom really is. Uh, he doesn't speak as someone who's like that. Mm, I guess I haven't seen that part of him. I mean, don't you think that there's something positive? Oh, well, I mean, do you think that Ron hates liberty? Well, no, I think Ron I Paul is. Uh, I think Rand Paul is a, a pale shadow of his uh, of his father. I think that Ron, I think, tempered his message during the the presidential campaign. He he did some pandering to some extent, and and I certainly called him on that when uh, when I when I saw that happening. But I don't think uh, Ron was as uh, anti-liberty as his son. I think Ron sort of acknowledges what is, you know, here's the situation today, and, and uh, he still sort of hints at the uh, the pure freedom message, so I, I think that he gets it. It's it's just that, like you say, he's sort of pandering to some extent, and that's what politics is all about. It's about compromise, yeah. and that's why it, it tends to fail in the long term. So did that answer your question? Uh, yeah, kind of. I guess that's the thing is really there's one, I mean... I guess you can't have somebody who's a real freedom lover who gets into politics. Like, as soon as you get into politics, you become crooked. Well, his his father, I think, uh, does a better job with the message than he has. And, and I'll say that he's had a lot more, more uh, practice. Practice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, it, I don't know why it is his father's been able to pull off a better you know, sort of better terminology with the uh, with the the language around liberty than than Rand has. Maybe it's his run. Uh, you know, who he had to run against in the Republican race. Um, you know, and, and now maybe that he's beaten that. Uh, you know, he'll change his message a little. Who knows? Anything yeah, else you want to share tonight, Steve? Not really. That's it. You know. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 1-800-259-9231. Now, Christine Smith, uh, her website, she was the Christine that was on our phones a few moments ago, christinesmith.us. She's got a blog there. And her claim, and she does not cite a source for this, uh, her claim is that Rand Paul has said that he does not support eliminating all federal laws or penalties on marijuana. So maybe she'll post uh, an updated blog. Obviously, she's listening tonight. Maybe she'll post an updated blog where she can cite uh, cite her source on that. But I have no reason to disbelieve what she says, considering some of the things I've heard this guy say. I, I, on his own website, he uh, he had the idea of the electric fence, the helicopter pads, uh, the underground electric fence, as I recall. Uh, and he called uh, the, the people in Guantanamo thugs. So I saw all that on his own website. With that kind of attitude, it wouldn't surprise me if he wasn't even on board with uh, legalizing uh, de- or decriminalizing pot. Mark, you probably know better than me. How is he when it comes to downsizing government, uh, you know, eliminating corruption? On the fiscal side, he's, he's really, really good. Okay. Um, it's the social stuff and the the foreign policy stuff that he isn't as as strong as he could be. I think that he would likely be one of, if not the very best uh, politician on uh, in the areas of freedom on the aggregate uh, that we would have in Washington. And that's the reason that I don't want to make uh, the good the enemy of the perfect. And that tells me that really he doesn't like like Ian's suggesting that he just doesn't get the all of the aspects and the entire perspective of liberty. Because how can you argue for a underground fence or helipads or whatever if you know that you know the government's going to fail because the people will be bribed or you know whatever they'll find a way around? It's just not going to work. 
but he still sort of buys into that paradigm of governments keeping us safe, governments protecting us, and we need some kind of government out there. Maybe Otherwise, it'll be chaos and anarchy. It could be just as possible that he's uh, buying into the, well, I have to say this in order to get elected. That was the other too. possibility. So it's one or the other, right? It's either either he doesn't really get it and, or uh, or he is pandering so the, to the point where he's essentially li- he's he's telling lies. So either he yeah. gets it and he's lying, which I find particularly reprehensible. Well, that's what politicians do by and large. I right? don't excuse that though. Oh, he's a politician. It's okay if he lies. No, that's unacceptable. If you really get liberty and you're not talking about liberty and you're not uh, expressing what what freedom is really all about, in easy in, whether you're a bad communicator or not is another issue. But if you don't get it and you're not doing your best uh, to express it as well as you possibly can because uh, it's your job as i think a liberty candidate to express the ideas of liberty that's why i don't consider him a liberty candidate and you're you're lying about it you're you're taking a position because you think it's going to get you votes i find that despicable well as all i've got to say is uh, even with his stances as they've been uh, portrayed by him he would still be probably the best if not one of the best certainly one of the top five uh, pro-liberty senators in the senate and i'm not willing to right well i i know what you think you <laughs> yeah. don't care no because it won't make a damn bit of difference i think that the ideas of liberty need to be eh, spoken even if imperfectly mm-hmm. in every place that we can get them and especially the united states senate all right so let's see if he actually does that right mark uh, you're going to keep an eye on him and let me know right doing hey, my best hey, okay. we got to start somewhere one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. How about we start with secession? I think that'd be a much easier uh, task than doing anything liberty oriented in Washington D.C. Uh, I mean, if you believe what this cat said uh, from Congress, uh, Mark Souter, who is one of the worst drug warriors out there, we've talked about some of the awful things that this man has proposed in the past. The folks over at the Drug War Chronicle say that uh, family values crusader and drug war zealot. Mark Souter from Indiana announced Tuesday he was resigning from Congress after admitting to an affair with a female staffer. The bombshell announcement came at a Capitol Hill press conference, uh, uh, adding to the irony of moralizing the moralizing conservatives' downfall. The staffer with whom he had the affair, Tracy Jackson, worked together with him on one of Souter's pet passions, promoting abstinence education. They even created a video in which the pair of them discuss his efforts to promote abstinence. The various copies of that video on YouTube have had more than 100,000 views as of Tuesday night. So here's what he had to say for himself. I sinned against God, my wife, and my family by having a mutual relationship with a part-time member of my staff. In the poisonous environment of Washington, D.C., any personal failing is seized upon, often twisted for political gain. I am resigning rather than to put my family through that painful, drawn-out process. So the suggestion from this guy is that... uh, well, I mean, he's just been poisoned by Washington D.C. I and mean, he was a he was a good family man until he came to D.C. and it just ruined him. Cry me a river, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> and this is one of the guys that uh, is just one of the worst drug warriors out there. So, good riddance to you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But the question is, will Rand Paul, the supposed Liberty candidate, which I don't think he is, uh, will he get poisoned by D.C.? It sounds like he's already been poisoned. Not a good start. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? 
Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Get a lot of features on our site, and they're all free. So head on over there and enjoy them. The archives are included. If you've missed a moment of the show, they are all available for you. Now seven days a week with the addition of our brand new internet-only, co-hosts-only Sunday show. Uh, so, And I know that Sam's going to be heading one of those up here in coming weeks. I don't know if you all have quite ironed out who's going to be doing what. Uh, but now seven days a week, all their archives are totally free. The whole website's free. Freetalklive.com. And the cam is uh, brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, ZenPaks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk to, I believe, Stephen is in Oregon. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live. The Sam and Mark. Oh, hey, you guys. Um, how are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Stephen? I just want to make sure we're connected. Hey, um, the immigration issue. And, you know, what? I just want to give, I think that, that, that in my opinion, that we're um, too many people are not uh, informed. And, and one of the things is, see, now, I, you know, many, many years ago worked with the black people, uh, you know, and, and to get them, I just felt that they needed help, okay? So I worked with them, and all of a sudden I'm seeing all this immigration coming in like crazy. And I'm seeing gangs getting started, and I see the gangs fighting against the black people. I see them doing this, I see them doing that. All my work went to heck. So I, I just don't understand why people, everything is Hispanic now, and I kind of work, I'm not black, but I just, they didn't come here illegally. They were brought in chains. And so I, they come here, and uh, I kind of wanted to help them out. But then all of a sudden, the borders are open. And I'm, I'm going to be brief, but let me finish. And so we got that situation. So all of a sudden, everything I worked for went to heck. You know, all my years are, are gone. And so uh, then you go to another thing, is it would have been very simple. If you look at history, and if you look at anything you want to look at, I mean, they're building 20-foot walls in Iraq and all this kind of stuff, and they can do, and they got technology that's beyond imagination. They could have did a great visa system where these, where the people south of the border could have, you know, uh, signed up. They could have got them in here within like 30 days, maybe two pages of paperwork. But no, it takes them 10 years. And 5,000 people, come on, mm. it didn't have to be that way. Okay, so then you have to look further than that. Then why did they do it that way? 
and why don't they do all this stuff? So then you look bigger at that. Then you've got to look at the bankers and see this is what you guys are missing. This is what your callers and your listeners are missing. Hmm. It's the frigging cotton-picking bankers, man. And they want a North American Union. They want the New World Order. This is what they want. And anybody who does not see that. Now, I understood 10 years ago when I talked about this why people said you're an idiot, you need to get psychological help. Okay, but come on now. It's there now. It's right in front of our faces. This is not a conspiracy theory anymore. What are the? What are the, I'm just curious. What what are the? What is the interest of the bankers uh, as to whether or not immigrants come here? Oh, because number one, they come here, and they, if you get through the border, you don't have to go through the visa system and learn about constitution. You don't have to learn. What's that about have rights. to do with the bankers? I'm asking well, you. You said the bankers well, are the problem. See, this is what you don't know. This goes back down to the Rothschilds oh, all the knows. way back to 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. And they came here, and when you go to 1776 and they lost the war, do you think they just raised their hands up and said, oh, well, no, they lost their military, so they sent the bankers over here. And if you read about Andrew Jackson and what he talked about the bankers, and if you look, read about Abraham Lincoln... And, now, I, I understand like that there are a lot of people that... that, uh, that Andrew Jackson, is that what you said? I'm, I'm sorry, I, the audio didn't sound real Andrew good. Andrew Jackson. And well, Abraham I, Lincoln, now, he, he's I, not my we, favorite. We know a little anything. bit about this stuff. I mean, you know, I, I would like to point out that I named my son after Andrew Jackson. Um, so, I mean, we, we know about the bankers. I'm, I'm not sure that I want to, you know, wrap it all into this, this long-running Bilderberg conspiracy, because that sounds a little... It, that it, is it, what it is now, though. This is what you don't get. Now, you don't I, get I, it, Mark. You just don't get I, it. I do understand five See, he years knows. ago when is I there, talked about this. He knows the truth. I, is there any yeah, chance right. that there's Open a competing, a competing group of, say, bankers that might be competing against the Bilderbergs? Th- th- Are you even listening? Uh, okay, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, just c- clarify for us what it is the bankers, what interests they have in controlling immigration. Talk about that. Talk about the actual things that they're doing that they want to see happen that they're somehow fostering. Can you give us examples? Yes, I'll give you a few now. I'm not really great at this. Okay. There's other people that do it, and if you research to the people who can do it better than me, that would be a good idea. But anyways, here's what I got so far. Is I do look at the bankers, and, and that, that, that Andrew Jackson said, you let the bankers run this, then what happens is you'll wake up homeless and in tyranny. He who, controls the, uh, the, the, he who controls the money, uh, you know, controls everything. I certainly understand that there are people in search of power, but can you be very specific on why it is you believe the bankers will benefit from an open immigration um, policy, why you believe this is some sort of conspiracy on their part? Because they're doing the same thing they have done in Europe with the, Euro- the European Union, what they need to do is get it all divided and everybody on the same boat, and then they can have it. They're doing it in Africa Union. Wait a minute, wait a minute. To get it all divided and to get everybody on the same boat, which way is it? I'm not sure what that means. I'm sorry, I said it the wrong way. What, what I should have said is to get it, it, it defined with unions. And what they do is the European Union, and they'll get the North American Union, mm. and they'll get the Eurasian Union, they'll get the African Union. It gives it, it, it's easy, and they can put puppets in. Well, and well what do immigrants have to do with that? 
I don't understand. You still haven't. You've talked about all these grandiose plans that people in search of power might have. And I would believe you. I think that the people who want to aggregate more power to themselves would like to have a, a North American union. I think that makes sense. I think that the thing that's kind of working against that, as Mark alluded to, is that there are some other people out there that don't want to give up their power uh, for this greater cause of the, you know, the so-called new world order. But what specifically uh, do the what does the bankers have to do with immigration? By the way, nobody's pushing for an open immigration policy besides Free Talk Live. The bankers certainly aren't, and no one in politics is either. Right. I've never heard a banker say, we need to let the Mexicans in. Actually, no, that is exactly what they're doing, because since they control everything. I've never heard them say it. They control everything, and so what they do, and as like I mentioned earlier, it would have been a simple solution, and when I, you see a simple solution that they do not abide by, by giving... Before a, you can give a solution, you need I to outline the problem, and we've asked you several times now to talk about specifically why it is you believe the bankers, these evil men in search of power, have the, you know, a real hard-on for open immigration. Let me try to okay. Let me try to explain. This, this is it. your last chance, and you've got twenty it is seconds. My last chance. I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, yes, it is because of the union thing that I talked about to open it up to where you've got Canada. Now Canada's already taken. They, they own Canada already. I'm sorry. I think we've just got a, a, a communication breakdown here. You can try again another night. I, maybe I'm not asking the question the right way. I thank you for the call. Yeah, when we come back, I'll try and jump in and give my take on what I think he's trying to explain and okay, see if we can clear it up. In a moment here, 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and you can bring up anything. I'll do my best to try to understand you. I really will. It's Free Talk Live, but we got to move on. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away. In fact, those features include our bulletin board system. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. They're there. It's free. Over 500,000 posts for you to uh, sift around through and post in. Uh, bbs.freetalklive.com. Sam, last year uh, you attended the Porcupine Freedom Festival of 2009. We were also in attendance, Free Talk Live broadcast live. We will broadcast live this year. What to you was the best part about the Porcupine Freedom Festival? That was uh, right after I got out of jail and just seeing all of the people that had followed my story were coming up, talking to me, talking about the impact that that I had on on them, that the activism in general is having on them, and just seeing sort of... All of these people massed together and the ideas that are being shared and the, the things that are being planned, it, it's really, uh, it, it just happens nowhere else. It's an exciting time. Mark, what about you? What was the best part about Porkfest 09? I, I just like the mingling from going from campsite to campsite, just walking around talking to people that, I've, that I know or that I've never met and just stopping in, hanging out, 
Drinking their beer and eating their hot dogs. Yeah, the people is what it's all about. For me, at least. <laughs> uh, I agree. I think there's some really cool activities, and there's a lot that you can do, and it's going to be happening at Rogers Campground, same place as last year in Lancaster, New Hampshire. If you couldn't make it last year, get on up here this year. This year promises to be even bigger than before. Uh, Curtis is uh, one of our co-hosts. He is involved in the uh, the creation of the uh, the event this year, and they are putting t- together some really awesome ideas. Uh, the brand-new Agora Alley, where there'll be all kinds of... Uh, gray market things being sold without government permission slips uh there's a lot of a lot of family activities that'll be going on parties and of course as you said mark campsites and socializing and just having a good time for a weekend and in some cases a week it runs officially from the 24th through the 27th of june uh you can go to porkfest2010.com to get more info but a lot of people show up early they'll show up uh the beginning of the week uh, and they'll they'll camp out and, and they'll socialize all week long and have a great week-long vacation, maybe drive around the state, visit different parts of New Hampshire. It's a great excuse to come up here and get plugged in to the community, the Liberty Activist community that you hear so much about on this program. It's real. These people are real. And, uh, you know, Mark, you mentioned before that this Free Talk Live is kind of like a reality radio show. It's probably one of the closest things that the radio business has to reality radio. You've heard of reality television. There's a lot of editing and crap that goes into that. Right, in re- reality television, they take uh, t- 10 nuts and they throw them in a house together and then uh, see what happens. Here on Free Talk Live, we've taken hundreds of nuts, thrown them into a state and see what happens together. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. Go to porkfest2010.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T 2010.com. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Not too late to get registered and get on up here. In fact, if, you, if you're short on funds, there are sections of the Porkfest website that actually allow you to get together with other people that might be in your area to share a ride uh, to come up and uh, you know split the cost and split a campsite that kind of thing so to to make it even more affordable than it would normally be i mean it's not that expensive to camp uh, but if you're traveling from across the country there's some some added expenses that you have to deal with so porkfest2010.com we'll see you there free talk live will be broadcasting live by the way a quick correction uh earlier i said that uh, christine smith's blog about Rand paul needed more citations she actually has a link at the very bottom where Rand paul it's his own website where he talks about how he differs from his father and he does specifically say i do not support eliminating all federal laws or penalty on marijuana Hmm. to his credit he does go on to say that he thinks uh Let's see. He thinks, I don't think the federal government should mandate 10-year sentences for drug possession. I think judges uh, justice is better meted out by local judges in each community and that a teenager caught with drugs counseling is preferred over federal laws, which sometimes require 10 years in jail. So there's some compassion there from him on that issue. He deserves credit for that. But to say that uh, on one hand, he believes the state should handle it. But on the other hand, that he doesn't believe the federal government's laws on marijuana should be repealed. A little confusing. That's not somebody that gets liberty. I mean, you, no, he's not uh, there. How could you? He hold doesn't that get position? the Constitution if he thinks the federal government has any 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 business regulating marijuana because it doesn't. Uh, the, the federal Constitution has nothing to do with uh, you know yeah. what one state can make legal and what they can't. So, and this is right after. It's right after he says, I love my father and have great respect for him. What I most admire is that his vote is not for sale or rent. That does not mean I agree with him on every issue. And the first thing he says is, I do not support. So the first issue he doesn't agree with dad on is pot. I do not support eliminating all federal laws or penalties on marijuana. And he just, he just talks about marijuana. Who knows how hawkish he is as far as a drug warrior on the other drugs? 
Notice how he doesn't mention ending the war on drugs. Ron Paul would have no problem standing up in front of a national audience and saying, this drug war has got to end, and that means on everything. I've heard him say things like that. I know he has no problem with it. And this guy, he doesn't even want to address the issue. He just wants to talk about marijuana. So just wanted to clarify that. That from uh, Christine Smith's blog. She linked to it over at Rand Paul's own website. Uh, As we continue with your phone calls about what you want, uh, let's go to Ben listening in Illinois. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ben. Hello. Hey, Ben. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, okay. Well, I just wanted to talk about this uh, topic, free men on the land. Um, I hadn't known about it for a long time. I've been, you know, into libertarianism and stuff like that for a long time. And, uh, recently somebody told me about it and it's really powerful because, uh, it can actually get you legally or lawfully, same thing. Um, it can get you out of having to deal with all these, uh, all these, uh, laws you think so? Now, have you actually? It's very interesting, and I, I, I think it's all very fascinating. I like the concept, but have I think it's you a bunch actually? Of voodoo. Have you actually applied it? I have not. Oh, okay. I, See, this is frequently what we hear: is people will however, call in. However, did someone offer you a program where you have to pay to find out more? No, no. Uh, all the information that I've been reading has been uh, free. Um, this is Robert Menard, right? Well, I've, I've or, read. His stuff, and then there's another one, uh, 1215.org, that I, I read a lot of stuff on. Robert Menard is uh, is great. I, I like the guy. Uh, we've had him on this show in the past. He, he runs the thinkfree.ca website, Think Free. It's a Canadian site. Mm-hmm. And uh, and even Robert Menard will tell you that this isn't going to... <laughs> doing what he does is not going to set you free from their controls, uh, that you have to expect that you're going to get arrested and that things like... Uh, they're going to a con- continue aggressing against you, and it's very, f- it's common that we'll have people call in and say, "Well, I found this Freeman uh, idea, and it sounds, you know, it's this is going to do it. This is going to set you free." And then we ask them, "Well, are you free? Have you applied these ideas?" Well, and the answer is always no. And when we ever, we always ask, we say, "Look." We want to hear your story. When you're ready to go out there and do this stuff and declare yourself sovereign and start acting like a sovereign and, and, and doing the, the things that you know, Robert Menard might suggest or that that movement suggests, uh, please call us and let us know what your experiences have been. And we don't get those calls. So I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I've seen some pretty interesting video. There was a couple guys in Canada that uh, recorded their stop by the police. The police took a look at their paperwork and they just said, all right, well, you can go. And they didn't have a license plate on the car. They had a handmade, hand-scrawled uh, license. And it was it was a really interesting video. But those same folks also had the same government come and aggress against them at their home. And uh, their their paperwork didn't save them, I guess, is what I'm trying to tell you. Right. And I know that it's, it's not flawless. Uh, there's You have to do a lot of work to probably figure out. And like I said, I, I haven't actually done it. Um, I've, I've read a lot about it and i've listened to a lot of stuff about it and i am i'm actually i do plan on doing it um once i have gotten enough uh education about it i think um one of the but, things I mean, that I one of the things that I don't really care for is the paperwork idea. A lot of the, some of the promoters would suggest we well, have to file this with this government bureaucracy and you have to fill out these papers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, if I'm free, then I will just kind of declare myself that and, and act that way. I've found that no matter how much paperwork I file with them, it doesn't seem to really have any effect on uh, on anything. Well, I I think there is some validity to being able to challenge the government through their own system and you know file the 
right papers in the right order and say the right things. My problem with it is, in order to do that and in order to defend those documents when they come and attack them and try and get them dismissed in some sleazy way, it takes almost 10 years of, of research and study in this stuff, and that's just not a commitment I'm willing to invest in. I have an idea, though, that I think can make this Freeman on the land idea actually work. So if you want to hang on, Ben, I'll uh, talk to you about it here in a moment. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Talk live only moments remain. I'm not going to give you the numbers because we've got people that still want to talk and they are awaiting patience. So we will do our best to get to you. Uh, you can visit our website, freetalklive.com, and get interactive. There's a lot to do there. The webcam is there. Uh, it allows you to watch, listen, and chat. You can actually interact with other listeners while you watch at cam.freetalklive.com. Brought to you by memorydealers.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Hey, government is a wonderful thing. You should already know that. Unless you weren't paying attention in the 13 years of school the government made you attend and the government controlled and the government forced your parents to pay for by regularly threatening to steal their house. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. Visit SchoolSucksProject.com to learn more. That's SchoolSucksProject.com as we continue. Ben is uh, back with us here. Ben, uh, you're back on Free Talk Live. Are you there, sir? I'm still here. Now, Ben, quick question. How long have you been listening to Free Talk Live? Oh, not very long. I, I think this is probably like the first or second time I've ever seen your show. Ah, excellent. Or, How did you find the show, may I ask? I found your show uh, through boldvoices.tv, oh, great. which uh, rebroadcasts you uh, through streaming. Well, video. welcome aboard. In fact, the uh, the folks from boldvoices.tv, I met them last year at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Nice uh, people, and uh, they've, got, they've got the Liberty Radio Network running there constantly. And uh, so I'm glad you found the show, which means, are you new to the idea of the Free State Project? Um, yeah, actually, I, I, I heard, just heard about that uh, from them uh, probably a month ago or so. And I haven't like signed up or anything, but uh, I mean, I'd, I'm actually pretty interested in moving to New Hampshire. <laughs> Great. You know, and, and here's why you should be, uh, because you believe in sovereignty. You've come across the ideas of being a free individual, and you have the desire to, you were just telling us, you have the desire to implement these uh, these ideas. And I would like to caution you and to say that whatever you do, Ben, don't do this in Illinois. You're calling from <laughs> Illinois. And Illinois yeah. is one of the scariest places uh, for a freedom lover to be. And you sound relatively young, which means you're probably uh, pretty mobile. You're not really likely tied down by owning a home and things like that. I'm uh, self-employed. Great. Means you're even more free to uh, to pick up and uh, and do what you what you need to do. And what, in my opinion, you should do. Please consider give these the utmost consideration is look into the Free State Project. Look, uh, visit Porcupine uh, Por- Porkfest 2010. Get signed up for the Porkfest. Come on out and literally meet hundreds of like-minded people who are all in the same place. Thousands more are coming up here to New Hampshire, and a number of them, not all of them, but a number of them are very like-minded in that they agree with the uh, the Freeman ideas. I drove around with a private license plate on my car for uh, for 30 miles <laughs> until they popped me for it. Um, and uh, there's a, th- there are people up here that would like to move forward with mass movements of freedom to travel and things like that and doing this kind of disobedience, you know, not having a government driver's license, that sort of thing. We need right. more numbers. We need people because if you're alone in Illinois doing this stuff, they're going to roll right over you like a like a tank uh, and you're going to be crushed within the, uh, the bowels of the system. Whereas if 
if you're here in New Hampshire, amongst other like-minded people, you actually have a chance. You'll have people backing you up, uh, people on your side. And I would also recommend taking a look at uh, freekeen.com. You can see mm-hmm. you know, court trials and, and the way things have been progressing here. There are some yes. things that are along those same lines uh, already going on. Yeah, you, you can actually watch full-length uh, trials of uh, activists who have refused to cooperate with the government. There's a a, a fairly uh, decent, no, not I mean, probably the only significant non-cooperation and civil disobedience movement in the whole liberty movement up here in New Hampshire. And of course, there's also a lot of political things that are happening too. So yeah, freestateproject.org, uh, freekeen.com is our blog site. That's where we post a lot of neat video and stuff like that. There's a forum there that you can get interactive on. In fact, in the free uh, freekeen forum is a subsection called the Shire Society where we're talking about creating essentially a society for free people, for the freemen, if you will. Uh, and, I mean, I... Would like, hmm? that, that be like separate from um, the quote-unquote society of the United States? That, yeah, that, exactly. It would be a, a way for people to opt out, to, to actually opt out and, and literally sign on to a, an alternative society. So these things are happening here. I mean, I changed my last name to Freeman uh, because I, you know, because of these these issues, because I believe that's who I am today as opposed to who I was when I was born. And uh, so I think you'll find a real gr- a group of like-minded souls up here that could really would appreciate having you amongst them. And I thank you for the call and appreciate hearing from you. Maybe we'll see you at the Porcupine Freedom Fest. Let's continue, uh, but briefly Sam, you wanted to comment on something earlier that you promised. Yeah, I know we've got callers waiting. I, I did tease the audience, though, with trying to explain what the caller in one of the last segments was talking about when it comes to the bankers and immigration. So what I understand from, you know, kind of the conspiracy theory on this subject or views on this subject, uh, it relates to this. The the immigrants are being brought in to drive down wages, but of course, that that's a, a short-sighted viewpoint because the wages are driven up by mandatory minimums, by you know the minimum wage laws. So it creates this sort of uh, gap where people aren't hired because those jobs are just not worth seven thirty-five an hour or whatever minimum wage is these days. So, but but the immigrants are blamed as well. You're you're destroying the economy by bringing in all of this um, undocumented labor that works for cheap and. And, and drives up unemployment, puts people out of jobs. Uh, there's also the, uh, they get these constant, constant matriculum cards, something along those lines. It's basically an ID card from the Mexican embassy where they can go in, they can use that, sign up for power with, uh, you know, the local power company, Texas Electric or whatever. And they get free power for three months before they're cut off because, again, government mandates that the power companies can't turn anybody's power off for non-payment immediately. Whereas if we had a mm-hmm. private market and we didn't have the monopoly, that wouldn't be an issue. So there are a number of things like that. There's also bringing them into the police force. And because they were given these opportunities, they're more likely to say, okay, master, I'll do whatever you want because you've made my life so much better. And they're, they don't have, it's, it's sort of similar to moving national guard troops to another state. They don't quite have the same connection because they've come from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that that's really the viewpoint is to, you know, bring all these bring these people in to sort of collapse the economy. But again, that's not the root cause. It's the government mandates and, and regulations and so forth. It's the 
core root cause. Also, and, they won't collapse the economy because immigration historically has been very good for uh, for the economy. I mean, if if immigration drives down prices of uh, wages, then prices can go down, and uh, I, I my dollars will go further. Right, but then you've also got you know ICE doing raids and shutting down factories and, and oh, yeah, disrupting things all over the place. And the government the, the government could crush the economy, but yes. uh, immigrants well, won't. But the bankers control the supply of money, and by restricting the supply of money, that's what sends economies down into a depression, uh, typically. So in that process, in that crash that they are engineering, and this is, again, the conspiracy theory on this, they will then consolidate power and take more of the wealth for themselves and then repeat the cycle over again. Let's go to your phone calls and talk to uh, Doug in Minnesota on the amp lines. Hello, Doug. Hey, guys. Just quickly, I want to say that I increased my amp dollars 233 percent. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I donated to the CD Evolution Fund. Rock on, everybody. Thank you. Um, Hey, landlord out here. And uh, I I did the census, just the one question sent it in. But they're calling me to ask about my tenants who apparently aren't cooperating. I should give them a a bonus on their rent. Uh, (laughs) Why did you answer the one question? uh, Just to... Yeah, you know, it's constitutionally fair, and I just did it for the hell of it, okay. I, just to be, not be harassed. But I'm being harassed because they want to find out who my previous tenants were last year. That's what you get. You give them an inch, they'll take a mile, Doug. Yeah, but they didn't know uh, about my other houses. So, I mean, they're unrelated. I live in one place, and these, these other properties of mine are in other, other locations. So they called me saying, hey, listen, we talked to your neighbors. They're willing to answer questions about your current tenants if you won't. And I was at the cabin with my friends and had her on speakerphone, and she was, I was wrapped off stuff, and um, they wanted to know who lived there, how many people were there, of course, and I would refuse to answer. So I hung up on her eventually. Mm. She calls back, leaves a message saying, lucky for you, we got a hold of your other neighbors who are telling us about your previous tenants. Yeah, they're doing you a favor. Yeah, they're saving you from all the, uh, the, the horrible things we could do to you, Doug. Right, and then they said, and I'm putting you down as refusing twice. So I remember you guys were talking a little bit about, you know, what are the consequences mm-hmm. of refusing to cooperate, and I don't know if any other answers came up. Any ideas? I've Am heard the, the $5,000 fine. I've heard a $100 fine. I, I don't know. To me, it's it's not really an issue. Yeah, I don't expect wow. any consequences. I'm not concerned, and uh, we'll see what happens, though, because I'm not going to answer any of their damn questions. Thanks, Doug. we uh, got to move on quickly to Jonathan in Connecticut. Jonathan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, it's Jonathan. Hey, oh, Jonathan. Ian, I, you know, I actually thought your last name came from your deep and profound respect for Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm probably going to have to call back unless you guys are willing to keep the mics on tonight. But, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier saying that pandering was despicable. And I think saying something like that is tantamount to saying something like, uh, you know, defending yourself if you're being robbed or, you know, if your uh, wife or girlfriend is being raped and you use violence against the person who's uh, harming you. You're saying that? It's like saying that's despicable. Wow, you're going to definitely have to call back and explain that one uh, tomorrow night. Thanks, Johnson. Uh, We're out of time. See you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keen. 
Kenya's famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed liberty media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, newsprint, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, the busiest Liberty Forum in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com.